Hey everybody, welcome to this Ability Podcast, where we are on a mission to shift perspective, encourage others, and create community. Hey, what's going on everybody? I am so pumped up to be recording today's episode, and wherever you're at, whatever your day you're listening to this on, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm excited. Uh, I wanted to share that I'm currently working on like what kind of format this podcast will be. If it's an every other week, you know, solo one week, the next week an interview. Still trying to work some things out, so just be graceful. Uh, today is going to be uh, an episode with yours truly. Some of y'all are like, "All right, bye." You know, you're closing out the app uh, because you don't want to listen to me. No, I'm just kidding. I hope that's not the case. Uh, but if it is, you know what? Uh, that's all right. That's not a funny joke. We'll probably cut that. But I'm excited to hop in. I wanted to talk about what the Bible talks about. I wanted to talk about what the Bible says about disabilities and disadvantages. Now, this is not a comprehensive, uh, every single thing the Bible says. I'm really just going to look at a couple of things from the Bible and just how that, uh, how that applies to people with a disability or a disadvantage. And I think the Bible has a lot to say and a lot of encouraging things. Now, uh, this podcast is for everyone. I mean, my desire, um, you know, shoot, we'll take the whole world. You know, if the whole world wants to listen to the podcast, by all means. Um, but I know there will be people that listen to this podcast that might not uh, be Christians or might, may not even understand the Bible. Uh, but my identity is found in Jesus. So I can't separate that. Now, will every episode that you hear just be me expounding on the hermeneutics of the Bible? Uh, no, uh, it, it won't be that, but you can't take the Bible away from, you know, just my, the foundation of my life. You hear me, and some people have been encouraged by my story. Uh, that is, my story is not encouraging without Jesus, right? So today will kind of be a, a biblically skewed episode, and man, that's great, and I'm excited, and, and feel free. I will always have my social media linked in the show notes. Uh, I'll, I'll put my email address on there. If you ever want to talk to me about the Bible, if you have any questions, or man, you just want to talk, I'm, I'm in, man. That's why I say my little opener is uh, shift perspective, encourage others, and create community. I really do want to create a community around uh, this, so... Uh, without further ado, I want to hop in. So the first part is going to kind of specifically be about a disability, and the second is going to be uh, uh, disadvantages, right? So um, I, I love what the Bible has to say about weaknesses, about all these different things. I mean, the Bible is chock full of God using people that that had so many issues, uh, dis disabilities or disadvantages, I'm telling you. God was always like, mm, let me get the runt of the litter. Let me get the person who's jacked up. I mean, it's chock full. And then, you know, thank God for all of us because we're like, thank God because I'm jacked up, right? But I want to talk about Moses real quick. And uh, we learn about Moses in the book of Exodus, and that's in the Old Testament. And again, when I explain some of these things, you might know, but I, I don't know who's listening to this episode. So I might be a little bit, I might explain things a little bit more and um, you know, and I just want everyone to understand what's going on. I, I'm not coming from an angle of everyone knows the Bible, everyone knows these stories. I want to be uh, intentional about the, the language that I use. So the Israelites are living in Egypt, and they're not really just living there, but they're enslaved. 
the Egyptians are using these people referred to as the Israelites to build things and uh, build cities and, and do all these things, and it's basically slave labor. So the Israelites are God's chosen people. So God, God wanted to send somebody to go get the Israelites out of Egypt. They needed a leader. So God f- calls this guy Moses, and there's a lot of story that I'm skipping. There's a lot of things that I'm, I'm bouncing around. There's Moses' story is, is long. It's, it's windy. There's a lot that goes on. Uh, but in Exodus chapter 4 is when we hear about God essentially calling Moses to be the leader of the Israelites, to go to Israel, uh, to go to Israel and talk to Pharaoh, who's the leader of, uh, of, of Egypt, and help get the Israelites out. So the first thing God does is impress Moses with his ability. He's like, listen, Moses, I need you to go do this. I'm going to use you, but don't forget, I'm God, and I've got your back. And Moses is like, okay, you know, what's this all about? So God shows his power, and he says, Moses, put your staff down, and, and let's see what happens. So Moses drops his staff. It turns into a snake. And, uh, and, and then Moses, he says, Moses, put your hand in your cloak. He does. He pulls his hand out, and it's covered in uh, a disease that's really more biblical, still happens nowadays, but it's called leprosy. Basically, just a skin disease. Your skin looks pretty jacked up. So he takes his hand out of his cloak. It's leprous, puts it back in. It's not leprous anymore. So God is, is like, listen, I'm God, right? I am limitless. I can do anything. So when I'm saying I'm calling you to go do something, you won't be alone. You have access to me. I'm God, right? So Moses is like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Um, but here's the deal. And in, in Exodus 4.10, he says, hey, uh, here's the deal, though, God. Um, I don't know if you, you, know, you made the wrong call because I'm actually really slow in speech. And it's not a, a very clear what this refers to. Moses has some sort of speech impediment. He, have, he, he might have some sort of stuttering problem. So an, actual, so an actual disability that would cause him to, you know, lack confidence or don't, he, he won't believe in the, uh, the abilities that he has because if, okay, I need you to go talk to Pharaoh. And he's like, but God, I'm going to be stuttering or I, I'm slow in speech. I, I don't speak well. What are, we, what are we doing here? And God's response in that moment is, hey, Moses, um, who made man's mouth? Who makes man mute or deaf or, or blind? Who does that? Is it not I, the Lord? And I love God's response because he's kind of like a smart aleck in that moment. Lord, please don't strike me with lightning. I don't know if that's like good for me to say that the Lord is a smart aleck. I'm so sorry, Jesus, please forgive me. But I just love that response because he's like, listen, uh, is it not I, the Lord, right? And it's just such a crazy story because God just turned a, uh, a staff into a serpent and he, he, he made Moses' hand turn leprous. And Moses is like, all right, you know, those things are cool, but I, I've got this disability I cannot do this. And God says that to him. Moses still is like, mm, nope, can't do it. Find somebody else. And God's like, listen, I will be with your mouth. I will tell you everything that you need to say. And I just, I love this portion of scripture. As someone who deals with a disability, my mother-in-law, uh, a.k.a. PSD, a.k.a. Paula Sue, um, shout out to her. I'm going to get so many brownie points for this. Um, she referenced this scripture the other day and she told me something that was in her study Bible at the end, at the bottom where there's some like study notes based on these verses. And I just loved what it said. And it was, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like, 
when God is saying, hey, who makes people with a disability? He's like, it's me. So you or me having a disability, first of all, that does not surprise God because he knew, right? And he, he wants to use you in spite of your disability. He is taking ownership for every person who has some sort of physical issue. He takes ownership of that. And he says, hey, man, who, who does that? I do, but I'm still calling you. And that's so encouraging for me because it is hard to deal with a stinking eye issue, man. Like, it's discouraging. I can't read my child a book like she, she has all these books and she can't, she, I think she's kind of learning. She has to go to mom to read some of these books because all I can do is tell her stories because I can't read the words on, on the page. That, that's discouraging. That's frustrating sometimes. But it's in spite of that. It's in spite of that. It's like, hey man, you're, you're limited and God is saying, but I'm limitless. So let's work together on this thing. And that is just so beautiful. So if I could just encourage somebody, if you know somebody who deals with a disability, if you are disabled, whatever it might be, if it's something in your, your mind, if it's a physical ailment, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know everyone I'm talking to right now, but man, God can use you in spite of it. Please stop using your disability as an excuse to fall short of what God has for you. Because I've got the t-shirt, right? I've done it, and I don't want you to do that anymore. So invite God into your disabled situation to say, God, I cannot do this, but I am willing if you're going to help me. And I promise you, God will help you. If there is a call on your life, do not allow a disability to, to stop you from achieving everything that God has for you. I just believe that. That's, that's where my encouragement comes from, man. God has called me. He's put a call on my life. And I can't, my eyes are different than everybody. My, the way I, I, re, I do audiobooks. I, my audio, I have an audio, the Bible is all audio for me. It's so incredibly difficult for me to read uh, words like this. Back in the day, when I first began to preach, when I was young, I would write every single thing down and read like a speech when I would preach. Now my eyes have gotten worse. So again, where this whole podcast came from, leverage the abilities you do have. So I've had to leverage the ability of memorization. I've got to memorize my notes and the scriptures I'm going to be using and all of these things, and I have to practice. Uh, I have to spend a ton of time. Uh, now, when I preach, you're hearing it, uh, but what you don't know is that I preached that same sermon to an empty basement 10 times just so I could get it into my, just get it down inside of me so that I could be uh, preaching to people that are lending you their time, that's such a, that's a, that's such an incredible uh, task. People are giving you their ears, right? They're I, I, in college. I had a book called "Lend Me Your Ears," and it's all about. It was a, just a bunch of speeches, and that's like a crazy thing. People are just like, "Hey, here's time that I will never get back." So I value that. So instead of me trying to fumble fumble around all my notes, I've got to have that memorized, and 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 preach from a place that's just this thing is internalized, right? So I, I get that you have a disability. I get that, man, I, I get it. But there are things that we can do, right? There are things that you're able to do. If you need to figure some things out, you, there's, again, abilities that you have to leverage. And it, this is another create community type thing. If you have questions, if I can help, please reach out to me. But just 
don't let disability be an excuse. God wants to use you, and he's saying, hey, I got your back. And the next place I want to jump into is 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And this is for the, uh, and this is for the disabled or the disadvantaged. Man, I don't know what your life is like today, but I just want to encourage you with this, with, with 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Paul is dealing, we learn in, in 2 Corinthians, it's not very clear what it is. He refers to it as a thorn in his side. There's some sort of disadvantage that Paul has. And he says he prayed, and God wouldn't remove it. And these the next letters that you, uh, Paul says, and he says, and these next letters are read in the Bible, which means these are words directly from Jesus. And he says, listen, my grace is sufficient for you. And that is such a powerful phrase because the God of heaven, you know, Jesus Christ, God manifests in the flesh. And I know those are some big words, um, but Jesus Christ is looking at Paul and saying, my grace is enough, man. Like I've called you to something and I'm, I'm going to be with you to the end. So I know you've got this thorn in your side. I know you've got this disadvantage that you're dealing with. But when I call you, I don't have any regrets when I call you. I've called you to a higher purpose, and you're going to have a thorn in your side because there's different reasons. Paul says, you know, the thorn in his side is that he wouldn't get conceited, which I just love that. That's so funny to me because we think conceited is like this 21st century phrase and like, uh, or, you know, 21st century word. And, uh, oh, that person's conceited, right? They're, they're, they're high and mighty, whatever it might be. And Paul's like, man, I don't want to get conceited. So God actually, there's this, God uses this thorn to help Paul in his ministry. Isn't that nuts? That some of the things we pray God to remove, he actually uses to help us. Ooh, guys, I'm, I'm trying not to preach right now. I'm trying, I'm trying not to preach right now. But he says, my grace is sufficient. So wherever you are right now, I want you to just pause and understand that in your weakness, his grace is sufficient for you. And what is grace? Grace is God's presence in your life. It's his power that you have access to. Everything that God has called you to accomplish, he gives grace to allow those things to happen. So when you're weak, he's strong. That's what Paul says in the following verse. In the same verse, it says, uh, my grace is sufficient for you. And it says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So then Paul says, I will then, I'm going to start boasting about my weaknesses because he's going to strengthen me. Some of y'all better be thankful for the weakness in your life. Because if the Bible is true, he's saying my grace is enough. And matter of fact, when you are weak, you are strong because my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So I don't know what you're dealing with today. I, I, I don't know what problems you have. I don't know what's going on in your family. I don't know what your weaknesses are. But just know that the God of heaven is saying, my grace is enough. So I know you and your limited self, you, what you're dealing with, you can't fix your family, you're upset about your job, whatever it might be, you're limited. But we have access to a limitless God who is saying, I see your weakness, and I'm saying that if you would just reside in me, if you would just choose me, I'm limitless, and you have access to that. So be encouraged today. 
in spite of your weakness, God wants to use you. Matter of fact, invite him in to your weakness. Some of us are going through our days so fast and trying to fix everything ourselves. And God's saying, hey, if you would just let me in, I can do some of these things for you. I can be helpful. I can give you grace. I can give you peace. And we haven't taken a moment to stop, breathe, stop trying to do it all on our own, and invite God into your weakness. Because he says again, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And I want to share one story. I was in Hong Kong on a mission trip when I was 16 years old, and it was, it was a great time. And we were coming to the end of the trip, and I know I knew that God had called me. Matter of fact, I was fortunate enough to go on a mission trip the year prior, and God called me to to the ministry. You know, it was just this crazy experience. And if you're curious about how that all happened, send me a message, follow me on Instagram, send me a DM. But uh, in Hong Kong, um, I'm still wrestling with this. Like, okay, God has called me to preach. Like, what does that actually mean? I didn't even have a Bible uh, with me. I had a notebook, and it was the last night or excuse me, the second to last night and, and the, 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 the gentleman, Brother Hadabaugh, was uh, getting people, uh, to, he's like, hey, we need some preachers. And somebody knew that I, I you know, I, I dabbled, you know, I dabbled a little bit. And they were like behind me pointing at me. And Hadabaugh was like, all right, you're going to preach. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is going to be great. So I had to borrow my friend's pink Bible, uh, hallelujah. And I was studying and I was trying to come up with this sermon and I'm pretty sure I stole the sermon from Jerry Jones and I was going to make it awesome and it was going to be great. And we go in the next day to preach and I'm like, "Mm, I'm about to preach. It's about to be crazy up in here. You know what I'm saying? Like there's gonna be hundreds and if not thousands of people. Uh, But the joker, here's what was going to happen. There was going to be three preachers because you know, when when kids are like, I'm gonna preach for an hour and then it's like, well, I guess that was two minutes. Um... Uh, somebody else take the microphone, right? So there was going to be three preachers, but the joker that was before me, homie was long-winded, all right? So I got passed up and had a boss said, hey, look, uh, you, you might be able to preach tomorrow. We've got a couple more events that we're, we're trying to, to, to make happen. So anyway, we split off in the, the next day to, it, we, we're now in three separate groups and um, we're, I'm, I got the same sermon. I'm about to go preach to hundreds. Where we were the night before, where I thought I was going to preach, there were a few hundred people. Uh, but then we go to this little itty bitty baby building in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, there's like four people. I'm like, God, pff, I don't preach to four. I preach to 4,000. Like, what are, what's going on here? And uh, uh, I'm freaking out. Okay, I'm 16 in the middle of nowhere. I've got a pink Bible. Uh, I start like freaking out. All right, I'm getting real nervous. Music's going on. And the church building was so small that the guy that was with us, Joel, uh, leading my group, he was leading worship, and he he had to look towards the platform because it was such a small building. And I'm tr- I'm I'm waving my hand, trying to get his attention, and he did not see me. So I start crying like a little baby boy, and I sit down, and I'm crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, I, what what where am I? Like, this is crazy. I'm about to preach with a translator. This is nuts. I can't do this. I'm just a kid. So I do that that thing that many of you have done. Okay, you got the Bible out and you said, God, I need a verse. And you 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 uh, flip the Bible open and you stick your finger on a verse and you're like, all right, this is my verse. You know, and you get something in Leviticus about like sacrificing a goat. And you're like, "Mm, I don't know if that's for me. And you're like, "Um, Mom, I got to go to the zoo real quick. 
Uh, just kidding. That's, that's a bad joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I did that. All right. I was desperate, y'all. And I was like, man, all right, your grace is, is sufficient. Uh, your strength is made perfect in my weakness. God, I'm weak. Let's go ahead and give this thing a shot. And I flip open the Bible, and this is the God's honest truth. And I open up to Jeremiah chapter 1. And the first verse I saw was, Do not say, I am just a youth. For wherever I send you, you will go. And whatever I ask you to speak, you're, you will speak. So it opens to Jeremiah chapter 1. And starting at verse 4 is what I read. Now the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you a prophet to the nations. Guys, I kid you not. I'm in Hong Kong, and I'm reading these, these verses. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I, I, don't, I don't know how to speak. I can't do this. I am merely a youth. And God said to me, Do not say, I am only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you to speak, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. And there's more there that I read, but that's something no one can ever take away from me. You know, that's an encouraging story that I lean on even in my disabled, can't see, very frustrated moments that I can look back at a time when I really was just a child and I was so fearful and I was so desperate and God met me in my weakness. Some of us need to hear that we need to get a little bit desperate in our weakness and invite God into it. Say, God, I can't do this on my own because y'all really can't. You've been trying and it hasn't worked. We have got to be people that invite Jesus into the midst of everything that's going on in our lives. But I hope this has been encouraging. Man, I'm just, I just believe God is with you. I just believe that we can do this. You can do this. Wherever you are, if you're driving your car right now, whatever that thing that the enemy is trying to, t not even just the enemy, but just your inner self, is, you can't do it. You're not a good mom. Nope. You're not a good dad. No, you're never going to be able to accomplish anything because, no. God is saying, listen, there's a call on your life, and my grace is, my grace is all you need. So give it a shot. So I just, I, I, I hope this encouraged somebody today. You got this. Please reach out to me. Let's rely on Jesus. God's going to do something awesome with you if you would just allow him in your weakness. And just, just know this. We are limited but we serve a limitless God who can change everything. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Ability Podcast. I hope you are coming away from what you heard today feeling both challenged and encouraged. I hope you start to look at some of the disabilities or disadvantages in your life just a little bit differently and begin to leverage the abilities that you do have to become the best version of yourself. I would be honored if you would take a moment and hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on and share this with your friends and family. I'm so grateful that you decided to join me today and I will see you again real soon.